0: Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by the state of 2020, everything within it and probably everything for a long time. But let's not be too negative. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK and I'm joined in a far off distant desert somewhere, somewhere only the aliens know by Felicia Jones.
1: Hi, um, the aliens know that I am in Utah at the moment. How are you doing today?
0: Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Things are moving very swiftly here.
1: <laughs> are, are you sure you're okay? Do we need to no. do a, a check-in? <laughs> I,
0: don't, I don't need an intervention just yet. I'll let just you know.
1: Just yet. So should I buy my plane ticket and get my hazmat suit to get ready?
0: You definitely will need some kind of personal protection equipment because we are definitely on the... Uh, Heading up to on the, the European second wave. It's well and truly here.
1: Ooh, the second wave, that does not sound sexy at all.
0: It's not as exciting as it sounds. Uh, things are going very much backwards here. Uh, Northern Ireland and Wales are full on in lockdown. Well, I say full on in lockdown. Northern Ireland's in lockdown for four weeks. Uh, Wales have decided today that they're going to go
1: into lockdown from Friday at 6 p.m. For two weeks. Okay, so we're just doing it at weekly, just just weekly increments. That's that's cool. I mean, we are starting to spike in a few states here, but we don't have lockdowns. We just go be more free. There you go.
0: I mean, it's an interesting approach. I, I, I mean, I would like to say that we're a bit more. Uh, unified in how things are going here but it's all it's all not unified at all in fact there's arguments here left right and center about who's doing it right and what many people should get and who's locked down when and what and what the rules are and and honestly felicia i have no idea anymore
1: You, you know what i i totally understand at some point you're just gonna have to read a book and do something else that's
0: That's good advice, actually. I might have to look at what I'm reading, though. I think I need some light, some light stuff,
1: yeah, you need some light stuff because um I, I realize, you know, in the thick of all of this, you know heavy books, the social commentary, it just adds on. And because we're going through, uh, we're running up into election season, so anything is pretty heavy at the moment. So I've just been taking my time and trying to lighten things up. And one of the things I've been binging on our own podcasts. That's what I've been doing. And what
0: do you think of it?
1: Our podcast is really good. I should leave us a review. (laughs) You really should.
0: You really should. Not enough people have left us a review. And yet we're really reaching out from our core base in India uh, to Pakistan and Nepal now. So I'm not quite sure why it's happening like this, but I'm (laughs) grateful for it. So thank you. We are grateful. yeah thank you to the the asian (laughs) subcontinent for uh you know helping us out here
1: oh thank you so very much so definitely what shout out to india pakistan and definitely those in the united states leave us a review seriously i should leave myself a review too
0: (laughs) you should i looked at the uh stats today and the us is definitely vibing on our chat
1: okay that's cool or maybe is that just me listening 12 different times a day? Shh, it
0: doesn't matter. Okay.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay.
0: It doesn't matter. It's all downloads and listens, isn't it? We, we I'm sure it. we've got at least five or six people listening. I mean, oh, those okay. people in India, they're just on a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> i think they were doing that in the
1: music industry here getting people on vpns just to get more downloads of music but we don't have to do that because i know we have at least 10 loyal fans that are downloading so we just need them we need you to go and give us a review wherever you give reviews and we would just appreciate it that'd be awesome yeah
0: and if it could be five stars that would be absolutely amazing
1: yeah we don't accept anything below five stars no, exactly. Oh dear. Twenty twenty <laughs> five stars or more.
0: Exactly, exactly. There's a uh, star inflation going on um, now. You're in the desert. I mean, I'm so impressed that you are talking to us from Utah and the desert in Utah. The pictures look amazing. Do go and check out Felicia's uh, various Instagram accounts.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> is it just at Felicia Jones? The yeah,
1: it's just inter- Felicia. Jones. Say,
0: the interesting one. You're interesting, whatever you do, but you know what I mean.
1: The more interesting one, yes, is Felicia Jones on Instagram. The photo and- one.
0: She's an influencer, everybody. She's an influencer now.
1: Yeah, I influence like five people <laughs> and my dog. That's about it.
0: So what's going on uh, in Utah and the world? What should we talk about today?
1: Well, when I take a look at my Twitter trends, I have to say, Not a whole heck of a lot is happening. So it seems like we may be kind of going into slightly a bit normal. But one of the things that I did read earlier, so we were talking about K-pop, and Paul gave me the great news that his son dropped the bomb and said that he is a BTS fan. Now, in the world... You know, so now in the world of K-pop, the company that manages BTS went, um, they went public last week, and they sold a whole bunch of shares first thing, first day, and of course, like most of these IPOs, you know, they make a lot of money in the beginning, and then the fair share, uh, the the shares fell by 35%. So now a lot of the fans who saved up all of their money, (sighs) their savings, their wedding cash, they want a refund. And they are (laughs) learning the hard way that that's not how the stock market works.
0: Whoa. So is there backlash about this?
1: Well, I don't know if it's a backlash or if it's just an educational backlash, but it sounds like definitely, definitely a lot of the fans... Um, over in Korea because they went public in Korea. So they're not um, international, but they went public in Korea. And I think some of the first time investors are just learning a, a very hard lesson of the, the biggest gamble in the world, and that is called the stock market. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah. It's kind of bad. <laughs> well, I'm not invested in BTS. I mean, I've now listened to it more frequently than I was originally planning. <laughs> and i've now watched a few more videos than i was originally interested in watching um <laughs> but you know
1: <laughs> yeah oh, i'm into look it at you. look at you there you go you're gonna buy your army membership now
0: uh let's just go for a tattoo
1: <laughs> go, go for straight it. in there get all seven of them on oh, the your seven chest. Now, the thing is, I am a BTS fan, so I do know all of the names. And, you know, if you need help with that, Paul, I'll I'll help you.
0: Okay. Well, I'll call on you from the tattoo parlor when the uh, tattooist can't actually spell the names properly.
1: Okay. We We'll we'll do that. We'll do that. (laughs) Okay. So that's what's going on on my Twitter feed. What's going on in yours?
0: Not very much. It's all really about... um, Wales, really, and lockdown today. Wales have announced that they're going to go into lockdown for two weeks, starting from 6 p.m. on Friday. So, you know, we're back where we started, basically.
1: Okay, you know, that does not sound fun. But from what I understand with some of the updates, because you sent me an article, now that we understand our tiers of what's going on in the U.K., now the UK government has told everyone that if you are in tier 2 and tier 3 you cannot have relations with your boyfriend or girlfriend
0: if they correct? don't live in the same if they don't live in the same house
1: if they don't live in the same house now here's one thing that i don't think that really it it didn't really connect in my brain when we were talking about the the support bubbles i didn't realize that only single people can institute the support bubble or initiate the support bubble.
0: That is correct. There is a ceremony that they have to perform (laughs) in order to initiate the support bubble.
1: You, You know, this sounds very interesting that a single person can go choose a household to congregate with.
0: That, yeah, I mean, yes. But the problem now is, I think, that when support bubbles were first launched, like most things, support bubbles (laughs) 1.0, everyone rushed to declare who they're in a support bubble with because they were so thrilled. Mm -hmm. And they're going, great, I can be in a support bubble with my parents because I haven't seen them for months, right? Great, (laughs) happy for you. You're now in support bubble with your parents. However... And I checked this this week, you're not allowed to swap support bubbles. So we had this discussion in the week privately, you and I, but you can't just move from one bubble to the next. You can't be forming bubbles all over the place. You've picked your bubble, that's your bubble. And now the rule is that you can't have sex with somebody outside your household unless you're in the support bubble. So, really, what their big regret is not forming a support bubble with their be- with their loved one or at least somebody that'd like to you know have fun times with
1: <laughs> so you should have su- created your support bubble you know you should have thought ahead as to you, should when have you waited. Wanted to get get your little groove on that's who you should have su- created your support bubble with yes. but you initiate you- it later on see
0: yes you never go with version one of the product everyone knows this <laughs> right, and people rushed to buy the equivalent of the shiny new Apple iPad or whatever. But those are early adopters. And now it's come great, to bite them in the bottom.
1: But we love. Well, they're adopters. helpful. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Well, yes. Fine. I suppose for any of us that didn't that form that didn't form a support bubble, that that is now beneficial. But you never go with the first release, never ever. And now, you know, now look at it. If you were hoping, if you were hoping to have sex with somebody, you can only have sex with someone in your support bubble, which let's not go down there. But <laughs> that's that's literally what we're talking about. However, that is only tier two and tier three. If you're in tier one, knock yourself out.
1: Okay, tier one, you can support swap.
0: Oh, you can have it away with however many people you like. As long <laughs> as you wear tier, a mask.
1: But tier two and tier three, you can't support swap. So whatever you chose, you have to stick with it. And, and again, I ask this all the time. Who is um, watching this?
0: Okay, let me just clarify, just to be really clear, because I know that some of this is confusing. But from a support bubble point of view, if you're in a support bubble, you can't change it. Whatever tier you're in, you're there, you're locked in. But what I'm saying is that if you are in tier one, you can go into your partner's household so you can have you know, sex with them. <laughs> um, in tier two and in tier three, you can't, um, well, in tier two, you can't mix indoors, but you can outside as long as there's no more than six people. So you can go and have sex outside with up to six people if you're in tier two. And <laughs> and tier three, I can't really remember.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So we can have sex outdoors. We just can't have it indoors. Just and, not indoors. And as long as I have my rule of six, I could just go have a party. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, UK government. Cool. So, you know, they're not total killjoys. No, they've just started something else. So now we have to get back to having that discussion about STDs.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, there are very limited health services running at the moment that aren't COVID-related. So, you know, try not to catch anything, folks.
1: You know, wrap it up, y'all. Just wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... We're definitely back at the tier one, tier two, who you can and who you cannot have sex or your group cloud, whatever it is that you're doing. Only in the UK, who knows in the US, you could do whatever you want. But this is reminding me of a television show I used to watch a long time ago. It was probably back in the early 2000s and it's called Girlfriend's. And one of the things that Netflix has been doing, they've been re-releasing all of these old television shows. So, of course, I am binge watching them. And when I was 22, these shows were great. You know, girlfriends, there's four girls. They only hang out at one person's house and they're 26 years old and they make a lot of money. I was not that cool when I was in my 20s. But. One of the things that I've noticed is the advice that each of the girls on the show is giving when it comes to men dating and marriage. So my question to you, Paul, is should you take marriage advice from your single friends?
0: I don't know. It depends if they've been married or not before. Are we talking about friends that have never been married?
1: I don't know. I mean, we can. Okay, let's separate friends who have been married and friends who haven't been married.
0: I think you can take, oh, and we're talking about like advice about the marriage. We're not talking about advice about which car to buy or anything like that. We're just, yes. You know, advice we're talking, about the marriage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like in general, you're just not taking any advice from you because you're married. I know. Um, <laughs> I think I should
1: well, live by that.
0: <laughs> I think you can take advice from somebody who is married or has been married. Uh, Sorry, you can take, I think you can take marriage advice from somebody who has been married or is married.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I think the the advice from someone who's never been married has to be, oh, and I, I think when I say married, I think you can say in a very long term relationship as well, because, you know, marriage is just a social construct and a piece of paper. That's all it is. Um, Ooh, I think some opinion. people
1: may differ with you on that one. Okay.
0: Well, maybe, maybe. But, um, you know, I don't I don't actually see too much what the difference is. But anyway, um, yeah, but I think taking marriage advice from single friends that have never been married or maybe not been in really long term relationships, that I, I don't know, I might struggle with that a little bit or I might sort of listen and go. "Hmm." <laughs> it depends what they say. If it sounds to me, if someone gives me a piece of advice and it sounds quite logical, I'm happy to listen to it and to, to think about what it is that they're saying.
1: That makes, that definitely makes sense because I've been, I've been told, you know, especially when I was single, you never take marriage advice from single friends and you also shouldn't take dating advice from single friends because if they were dating, you know, they wouldn't be single and giving you bad advice.
0: It Depends why they're dating. Come on. Why are they dating? (laughs) If they're dating for a relationship or they're dating for something else?
1: Well, I don't know when you're 22 years old. It seems like Mm. with this television show, they were just dating to be married. It was so weird just watching this show again. Now, granted, I'm way on the other side of this. I've been married and I'm a lot older than 22 now. But when I was younger, I loved this show and it probably led me to read a lot of self-help books around dating <laughs> but now that i look at it it's a lot of bad advice from from single people who cannot keep a relationship what sort of and, thing are they saying well it's you know definitely rules about when you should have um sex with people you know uh, waiting 6 months to a year or the fact that the guy comes up and says, Oh my gosh, I gotta ask you something important, instantly they go into he's gonna propose to me. And then <laughs> they would go tell their girlfriends that he's gonna propose. And then next thing you know, he's just asking, Can you help me paint my house?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a quite a blokish thing to think as well.
1: Yeah, so it's a lot of that. And then of course, one of one of the characters just got married. And she went to them for advice and, you know, they gave her, you know, men are dogs, you know, they don't know what they want. And, of course, that planted the seed in her head that the relationship wasn't going to work. And then, of course, the next scene, she's breaking up with the guy and Mm. he's mad at them. And it was just it's just weird watching this show and looking at all of this bad advice. And I was just wondering, like, you know, when I was younger, did I get a lot of bad advice from my girlfriends? When it came to dating,
0: <laughs> mm. is this a reality show or is this kind of like a, a, I don't know, like a sitcom or drama or?
1: It's a sitcom, it... so I, I'm not ah. sure if it's on Netflix in the UK, but it's called "Girlfriends," and one of the main stars is Tracy Ellis Ross. So this is Diana Ross's daughter, and oh, it okay. premiered back in 2001 and had about seven or eight seasons, so it was a, a quite popular show.
0: Mm. I can't say I've heard of it, but I mean, from a principal point of view, I, I, I do recognize the whole, you know, hmm, he's no good for you, you should leave him kind of scenario, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's whichever way that around that, that is. I, I think, you know, friends always, I say always, mainly look out for their friend first and they I think most friends would be willing to have a difficult conversation with their friend if they felt that their other half was treating them badly or something was happening that they didn't think was in the best interests of their of their friend. I think we could I think that's fairly safe isn't it?
1: I think it's safe but I've also gotten to this point now that I've been married for a few years I don't give any advice on marriage because I've learned that each person's marriage is very unique and my, my philosophy is I'm just going to stay out of your bed. <laughs> right. Because okay. I don't want you in my bed telling me what's going on. So I'm just going to stay uh-huh. out of your bed. And, you know, I may give a scenario if you really are asking me something, but I typically stay out, stay out of other people's marriages. It's, it's safer that way.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it is. I think you're right. I mean, I don't get involved in anything. I'm, <laughs> I'm divorced. So my advice is don't bother.
1: so you are the single friend we should not take advice from
0: oh yeah definitely definitely do not take relationship advice from me because you know i mean i'm over it but you know i can still get bitter and twisted
1: well you know you never know you might get married again have 12 more kids you never know uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: the former maybe the latter definitely not
1: Okay. So with all of this, so my question is as as a guy, do guys give other guys dating and marriage advice? Do you sit around with your guy friends, drinking mimosas, talking about relationships?
0: No. I think we can say yeah. the answer is no. That is that is not what guys talk about when they're talking about relationships. It's it's really not very deep. I think when guys talk about relationships there's there's a limited number of conversations that that take place.
1: Okay, give um, us a peek into those limited number of conversations. Well,
0: I don't want to generalize because actually my friends are very willing to 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 go deep and and you know to have meaningful conversations, but I'd say the 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 first sort of conversations you have is how attractive someone is how far it's gone uh where it's going next it's it's you know no one's talking about marriage put it that way um <laughs> it's I, I don't know it, i think it tends to be more superficial i think it does i think it tends to be more superficial um and uh yeah i think the other thing is i think men this is again this is a generalization i think men are are easily satisfied with someone's answer <laughs> so I, I think if someone said oh yeah this is what I think yeah she's she's amazing yeah I think she's brilliant I can't wait to see her again everyone would be like yeah great oh, okay great you know good I don't think it would go much deeper than than, than that I don't think you, you would get probed
1: well uh, yeah as a as a girl you know you have your girlfriends you will get probed quite a bit we want to know everything like is this going anywhere? What is he like? What are his parents like? Have you met them? What's his job? What's his future? Yeah, we you will get the nice third degree. I probably okay. won't do so much of that these days, but definitely when I was younger now, I'm just like, you know, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see things now, of course, when I see some things that are kind of red flags, it's like, I mean, you may try to drop a hint or two, but at the end of the day, I typically just stay out of it.
0: What if you felt that that person was in danger?
1: What kind of danger? Uh,
0: let's say that you're with one of your girlfriends and you you actually know a little bit of a backstory about the guy and that he's bad news.
1: Like he's right? dating multiple people during coronavirus?
0: Yeah, or you know, maybe he has a history of violence or he's in a gang or so I don't know, right? But something something is, isn't isn't that great. Uh, would you kind of sort of how far would you be willing to intervene in that if you if you knew that that you know it was so bad that their life would be in danger
1: well I think the the thing I would do is especially if it's a good friend now if it's just like you know an office friend I don't know yeah Um, (laughs) we established
0: didn't we that like they mean nothing to you so (laughs)
1: Well, it depends on how deep as an office friend you want to go. But for the most part, if it's a good friend, I would probably bring it up and say, hey, um, I, I noticed that this person is involved in, you know, fill a blank. And my first question would be, is, are you okay with that? That's kind of how I would dr- address it. Like, are oh, you okay yeah. with that? And then, like, okay, you need to be careful. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh. So you sort of empowering your friends to make the decision in a way that she feels it's her choice
1: well you you kind of have to because what happens when your friends when they are struck by love sometimes they don't see clearly and you know they may say you know love conquers all or he's not like that with me and things like that so you you're going to have to approach it in a very different way to not get your friend mad at you And you don't want to come across as if you're getting all in their business. So you have to kind of put it on them and just ask, like, are you okay with that?
0: And at what point do you give up? If they say, you know, oh, he's not like that with me. He's fine. Oh, that was in his past. Well, at what point do you give up? Do you give up at that point and say, "Okay, no worries, knock yourself out?
1: that's all i could do at that point i would just say yeah. okay if that's what you want now if we have a history now you're calling me late at night and this is a repeated thing with issues with this person then we have to have a real conversation about okay Ooh. about you know what this is going to look like but for the most part is not the, i don't think there's much you can really do when when your friends say they're in love with somebody who is just not that great for them <laughs>
0: So I'm just thinking now, I just I need to make a mental note or even write this down, that if you ever say to me, okay, now we need to have a real conversation. Like that's a serious conversation with
1: Felice Oh, yeah, Jones. that's a serious conversation.
0: Okay. Okay, right. Well, that, that's noted.
1: <laughs> that's a serious conversation. Now, I, I'm definitely not one of those pe- uh, persons that... I won't have real conversations through text message. So if you get a phone call Ooh. from me, it's like, hey, what's going on? And it will probably start like that. Hey, what's going on?
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm writing all these down I phrases know. that Felicia will use to subtly introduce the serious conversation. Yeah. Is there anything else, other phrases that we should pay attention to?
1: Uh, just um, how are things going? Okay.
0: <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to look at WhatsApp, but I'm pretty sure you've asked me that.
1: Yeah, just only those are just when I'm slightly concerned and just want to let you know I'm here for you. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) but I probably won't give you a lot of advice when it comes to dating, unless you ask for it. Now, of course, now I, I I would assume we are beyond office friends, and if I were to meet somebody that you were dating that I thought was a little, you know. Interesting. I may say something or two.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> and how would you in, how would you introduce that? How would you how would you say that then? Would you say they're interesting? Is that what you is that the phrase you would use? Interesting. I
1: would, it all depends on who you've met and who who you've introduced me to. I would definitely do something like, "Oh, that's a very interesting person," or "They're very unique." Where would you meet oh, them?
0: Okay. <laughs> okay and, and this is fishing for clues right because if you say where did you meet them and I say um in the BDSM club that I'm a member of or in the dogging circle that now meets because we're in tier two by the way Felicia Jones just found out what dogging is go and look it up if you don't know what dogging is
1: yeah I found
0: <laughs> uh you know I've just, yeah I met her I met her at dogging last week I mean Hi. what would you say then
1: I would say, you know, Paul, I I don't judge, but are um, you okay with that?
0: <laughs> you say that to me quite a lot, actually. I don't know if you realize this. I know. <laughs> I don't judge.
1: <laughs> I, I don't judge if that's what you're into. Hey, that that's cool. Just you know. Wait till,
0: wait till we get onto a story about the Ibiza, the holiday days. <gasps> what Europeans oh, yes, get what Europeans talking. get up to? Yeah. Okay, so. so
1: I don't know if I would give you advice on on dating and things like that. I, you know, I actually probably, if you were to ask me, um, but I would probably have real conversations, especially if the person is unique that I've met. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the the <laughs> vocabulary is 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 tremendous. I really need to start writing this down because I will I will forget. I'll be I'll be like completely um blindsided by the opening question i won't know where it's coming from but you just ask it me innocently and then
1: and then you have to tell me everything
0: Hmm. (laughs) well fortunately i have a very very uh i have very very little social life these days (laughs) so there isn't there isn't a lot to tell on that score so you're Um, not dating
1: and you're not in your your dogging club (laughs)
0: no 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 that was for the purposes of the podcast that was uh not not actually real for anyone that's that's listening just in case my parents listen because my my dad actually follows me on instagram and he does have a habit of mentioning um you know referencing things that he's seen in my life through instagram so i have to be careful okay hey i tell you what though if he suddenly starts talking about dogging i know he listens to the podcast (laughs) because it's not re- dogging is not a main topic of conversation on my social media channels or anywhere like that not that th- not that this is a conversation about dogging just just to be clear
1: I, I i don't know if that's the litmus test for parents listening to our podcast
0: no no Oh dear. Let's change course before this this episode has to be called dogging. I mean, okay, that would be yeah. clickbait.
1: Let's Well, you know what? We could, you know, we're just going to call it marriage um marriage advice. But for for the most part what I've learned is men don't talk about relationships among other men. <laughs> and yeah. women give a lot of bad advice to single and married friends. And um you're not dating because you're probably on the way to tier 2 in your country.
0: Correct. I mean, I don't think that's the that's the only reason that I'm not dating. But we'll go with that because it makes me sound a bit more like, you know, wanted at least.
1: Paul, Paul, you are wanted. You just need to be wanted. That's all.
0: (laughs) Was there any other advice that um, that we've established today about about marriage? I mean, we haven't actually gone into the subject of marriage apart from establishing don't take any advice from me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what I, I think we've been really good talking about marriage advice and where all of this advice comes from and i i think just to round it off you know what advice would you give someone who is seeking to be marriage or wants a lasting marriage do you have any advice paul
0: get a prenup
1: get a prenup that's it <laughs> that's my advice that whole thing about going to bed, not angry. That's a, that's weird advice to me. Um, I, I guess my only advice I would give people who are, you know, what communication, you're going to have to talk more than you think you need. Oh to.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think talk that is, I think that is fair. I think talk, 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 talk till it's out of the system and it's, and it's done with, and you can move on. I think, I think to be fair, that's not a marriage thing. I think it's any relationship thing, talk, get it out of the system, then you can make friends again.
1: Well, yes, and you definitely have to do it in marriage because I think we take advantage of the. We assume everybody knows what's in our brain, so communicate, communicate, communicate. And I, I like to use the. So what I heard you say, I use that a lot.
0: Here's a piece. Of, here's a genuine piece of advice that uh, I'm not sure who. To be fair, it's probably my ex-wife that 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 told it to me. Um but uh apparently women do not need solutions.
1: Not all the time. Sometimes you just want to talk to someone without a solution. Yeah.
0: Well that's the whole kind of like girlfriend thing, I guess, isn't it? You know, you need someone to talk to. And, but then when you want a solution,
1: that. you better have one. And it better be fast. <laughs> okay. So that is our advice on marriage, people. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> Good luck with uh, the dating. I can't give advice on dating. Uh, I, yeah, I'm out of that game.
0: I think, you know, there are going to be a number of stories, Love in Lockdown, you know, where there could be film, right? Love in Lockdown, where people meet over Zoom and they build a relationship over Zoom. It'll skip the part where they expose themselves to each other on their webcam and just move straight to like meeting up for the first time. <laughs> And then falling in love for real
1: oh, um, or,
0: or, or if it was me they would realize oh it's a lot shorter in real life
1: <laughs> and i have a feeling someone in the uk is already on that show it could be me <laughs> it's already being produced is already has a cast it will probably yeah, I, yeah. come out in spring of 2021
0: Hmm. I, I yeah, someone someone must have thought about it because these these stories I mean, yeah, these stories have to exist. There have to be people out there that are meeting online on Zoom calls, doing a quiz, going, Oh, we both got the same question about the flag of Armenia, right? Um so if we're meant to be together and then eventually after lockdown finishes in um April, hopefully, then they go and meet in a in a park or somewhere. Oh, they buy an ice cream. They buy an ice cream together, and it turns out they both like chocolate sprinkles. Oh, and they'd never discussed that on Zoom before, but suddenly it was another sign they were meant to be together. And then they got married and had six people at their wedding. Oh, because that's the limit.
1: And everybody wore a mask.
0: Everyone wore a mask, but they didn't have their uh, wedding party later than ten o'clock
1: because <laughs> all the pubs are closed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely.
0: We'll, we'll pitch it, we'll pitch it somewhere.
1: We'll, we'll pitch it. You, you'll have to be the star of the show.
0: Well, I'll put myself forward and we'll see. Yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> uh, well, that was lovely. That was very interesting
0: discussion about marriage. I, I, Joe, I would take advice from you any day uh, because I think you talk a lot of sense, even if you are way over the other side of the planet.
1: I know, eventually we will be able to get together and I don't know, sniff and lick each other. <laughs>
0: We'll see. Until then, we'll best, uh, just keep going with our little podcast that's doing well. Or therapy sessions around the world. Yeah.
1: Therapy session, whatever you want to call it.
0: Works for me. <laughs> Until next time Felicia, take care. You too, thanks.
1: Part of the Like Mind Media Network.